Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to the Grace Apologetics Podcast. And after two long months, I can say finally, the Vic has come back. I don't know whether to say to anchor to Spotify. The wrestling fans will get that. And, you know, the my biggest tidbit from last year, the thing that I learned last year, towards the end of last year, and I was, I think I was in a place where I was, um, where I could see myself as Solomon, not in the sense of wisdom, but like the Ecclesiastes Solomon, the one that starts as the preacher goes saying vanity the vanities of vanities and i realized i realized that um on my end a lot of things started and have continued to um have continued to lose meaning like started like um there are a lot of things that i'm now prioritizing over others because i feel that i chose poorly and the one thing that people don't understand is that despite solomon being the wisest man in the land he chose poorly at one point and from then he went into this um he went into this tirade he went into being the solomon of ecclesiastes that in as much as he gained the world he literally lost his soul and um you can see that in matthew chapter 5 when jesus is talking about the lilies and he's comparing them to the wealth of solomon and how solomon used to dress but solomon always missed the standard and that was the and that was the um that was the mindset that i had coming into 2023 and I know this is only my second episode of 2023. I don't even know what season I'm in. <laughs> I haven't kept track. But um, a retrospective of the quarter, and I know the quarter is not done. The quarter will be done on the 31st of March. But a retrospective of the quarter, and I realize, and I don't even know why I get shocked at this, but I am, life comes at me fast. Life comes at me fast because I can rewind. I can rewind to, I can rewind to the first day of the year and how I was planning out my year. Everything on my calendar, I had, um, I had, I was adamant that I would start exercising. To my credit, I've lost weight which I didn't think I, which, which I didn't notice until it was, until it was told to me that I had actually lost weight. Um, I was planning on a life with the career that I had obtained. I, I was planning a life in which I could, um, in which I could, 
I could leave Zambia and hopefully live in New Zealand. That was me at the start of the year. At the start of the year, I did not want to make excuses as to why I did not reach any of my targets. Because I feel um, you can literally make anything an excuse. And nobody knows this, but I was actually diagnosed with uh, PTSD. I was actually diagnosed with PTSD. And the reason why I chose, the reason why I chose not to tell anybody was because, the reason why I chose not to tell anybody was because I, one, did not want to be a victim, a burden, and to be honest, I had started feeling like a burden in, in a lot of the relationships that I had because I do not know. I started, you know, like when you're in your head, you start to elevate things. You start to imagine things greater than they are. And I will be the first one to admit that in my diagnosis with PTSD, I had not or I have not been the same person that I have not been the same person that I am or I was or whatever <laughs> in the sense that um, I reached a place where my health and I'm, I'm still there but the thing about your mental health is it affects everything. It affects who you are. Sometimes you don't realize this until it's too late. I, for instance, have experienced um, having ulcers. Oh, it wasn't necessarily ulcers. It was more like it was gastritis because of the intense amount of pressure that I put that I put on myself. Well, not that I put on myself, but. Um, as a result of um as a result of it i have gastritis um it it doesn't it doesn't affect me right now but when it hurts it hurts and i do have magnesium for it and i do my best to um to keep things in check. Sometimes I tempt fate because I love food too much. But yeah, you realize that you're not as young as you used to be. And I'm only 25, but you realize that you're not as young as you used to be because you start noticing things. And with the medical history of my family, sometimes I, sometimes, sometimes I feel like it's associated to those things because um my body's been hurting since february in as much as i've been working out and all that stuff my back has been sore for the last two months i say february because that's why i try to pin it down too that's why i try to pin it down too but my back has just been sore. 
my back has just been sore and I, and what's funny is what's it's it's not workout related because if you if you've been going to the gym you know you know the soreness that comes with with um damage in your muscles but there is a different type of pain that i've been feeling all throughout my body and sometimes i sometimes i don't even work out due to it because it just hurts that much maybe it's in relation to fatigue um i once went to the hospital it was less late last year um they tried checking for diabetes they tried checking for malaria they tried checking for so many things and everything was okay and the doctors told me that and the doctor told me that well is that is there anything that you have suffered in the, in the last few years because the symptoms that the symptoms that i was experiencing were not were well, physical yes but they seemed more like a physical manifestation of what was going on mentally and so with that i got my diagnosis and um it's been hard to come to the podcast and because i always feel like i'm a broken thing that shouldn't be preaching because you should be above reproach i don't know why it i I, it might be a pride thing on my end, but I feel I feel I should not be doing the work of God because I'm not in the best frame of mind. And that hurts me because I love the Bible. My favorite feeling in the world is being mind blown by a Bible fact, but I'm not... I've not had the zeal to read my Bible. I've been asked so many times why I don't get professional help. Yes, you got the diagnosis, but why don't you get professional help? I'm a poor man. I'm a poor man. I'm a poor man, and here in Africa, or rather in Zambia, let me not generalize. Let me not generalize the whole continent. Um, that's what a lot of Americans do. No offense. I was watching. I was watching a video on YouTube where this guy was was made to identify a country based off its flag, and Zambia, ironically, was the first was the first flag that came, and he could not identify Zambia. He could not identify Rwanda. He could not identify a lot of African countries, and he knew that they were African. He even said that these are African countries, but he could not identify them. And so, I'm not going to generalize. I'm not going to generalize Africa in that sense, but. The thing about African medicine is you have your standard paracetamol, you have your standard brufen, and you have your diclofenaki. If you're lucky, you're going to have, um, if you're lucky, you're going to have, um, 
you're going to have coatem you're going to have a lot of you're going to have a lot of vitamins very few zambian very few zambian um very few zambian i'm saying a lot of arms my bad very few zambian chemists pharmacies or whatever very few of them have drugs for mental health heck even if you want to buy things like supplements chances are you you best go to game or some international some international some international store because they might have what you're looking for but not a zambian chemist and essentially mental health in zambia is seen as a taboo is that we do not believe no not, maybe not a taboo maybe that's that's a wrong word to use and that's why a lot of us don't have a lot of um medicines that may help like antidepressants anti-anxiety and all that stuff we don't have that because we don't believe in them essentially but there's delta yes but um when you have had generations and generations and generations of people that do not believe in that and you come and be like oh i need that it there's no market there is no market for um antidepressants in zambia and so you might be you might have a mental issue and the only person that can help you is yourself and i learned this i learned this the hard way is that um again i'm always asked why don't you look for professional help but what the people who ask me don't realize is that i've sought out pastors and i've sought out therapists and with pastors you get your typical christian answer you know the thing that i hate is a lot of people tell me that i should start smiling more often i should start smiling more often like that that seems to be the thing that that seems to be the one leading cure is to smile but but when you go through what i have gone through sometimes you just can't smile you just can't smile yeah what's funny is i never believe when i'm having a good day i don't believe that that day is going to have any i'm always suspicious of i don't enjoy good days i don't enjoy good times because for some reason i feel that some it's it's setting me up for something that will inevitably make me crash and burn <laughs> and i think i've had enough crashing and burning so in case you're wondering we're talking about PTSD today and let me just say this is that um with PTSD and i've been learning this gradually every single day trying not to allow it to affect my life or have a stronghold on my life 
But um, <clears throat> and you're like people always take it to the extreme. When I say that I can't smile, it's not that I do not smile. I do smile. Well, you've probably heard me laugh. But there is also a larger context in which you cannot smile. And I feel unless you've been through it, you can't really understand it. So PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder is a mental condition that can develop after someone experiences or witnesses a traumatic event. Traumatic events include natural disasters, accidents, <coughs> physical or sexual assaults, combat, or other life-threatening experiences. The symptoms can be intense and persistent and can significantly affect an individual's daily life. Some symptoms of PTSD include intrusive memories. This includes depressing and unwanted memories or events. Sorry about that. As well as flashbacks and nightmares. You know, for some time, I honestly can't really recall when last I had a good night's sleep. I can't recall the last time I had a good night's sleep. And it's something that I find envious of other people. <laughs> Something happens, I sleep, something happens, I sleep, at one o'clock I'm, I'm waking up, at one o'clock I'm, I'm waking up. Avoidance. Individuals with PTSD may avoid people or places or situations that remind them of traumatic events. Negative thoughts and moods. PTSD can lead to negative thoughts and feelings. And negative thoughts and feelings, including guilt, shame, fear, anger, and sadness. And you know, it's, it's always hard to put it into words. 
because you literally have to unless you're specialized you literally have to be in the head of somebody too to know what to know what it is like to have these emotions <laughs> because You know, you just you know it's it's always hard it's it, it's always harder for me to do these ones where i have to be honest and candid because then a whirlwind of emotions come in and i have to overcome those whirlwind of emotions and anywho hyper arousal this includes constantly feeling on the edge, irritable, and easily startled. And this one fits me to a T. <laughs> this one also, this one fits me to a T. I think this is the easiest one that I can explain. Of late, of late I've experienced, well not of late, since, since, since late last year since late, late last year um, since late last year uh, <laughs> since late late last year I feel everyone does everything wrong in all honesty I feel everyone does everything wrong and Sometimes it's not even the fault of the person because I would realize that I would come and realize that later on. But there is there there has been a growing there has been a growing sense of erratic erratic arousal on my end. That sounds very weird, but erratic arousal and you feel bad. <laughs> you feel bad because sometimes and you know you don't even know where where the irritation comes from you don't you don't know where the irritation comes from you just feel irritated and you respond and in honesty it sucks because these are people you're having relations with i'm using the wrong phrases today these are people that you you have relationships with and then you just lash out at them and you don't even know where it comes from sometimes you don't physical symptoms can be can be headaches stomach aches fatigue i have been, that again is me to a t Symptoms of PTSD can vary in severity and, and duration and can make it difficult for individuals to carry out daily activities, maintain relationships, and enjoy life. And, and I don't like the whiny, woe is me, but it's hard up in here, y'all. It's hard up in here. I can't enjoy a day. I can't enjoy a day 
doing my best to and again i'm always asked well why don't you just seek help why don't you just smile why god's plan is the best plan he knows what he's doing i'm not doubting god never will i ever but then when you are experiencing this thing it's not like it's not that you want to think that god has failed you heck i will always preach jesus crucified whether i'm having a good day whether i'm having a bad day but what's this but there is a place and a time to tell people that god's plan is the best and that person has to come to that place and thanks to mike winger he said that he he said that um he was explaining the verse that says the lord gives and the lord takes the thing that he mentioned was job was the one who said that the lord gives and the lord takes not the people around him so it had to take job to come to the place where he says the lord gives and the lord takes that is what a lot of christian that's that's why a lot of christians miss it when it comes to mental health because they feel not mental health alone but tragedy trauma all that jazz that happens in this life they feel that okay Whatever you're going through in the present, God has a solution for it. And yes, we do believe that God has a solution for it. But then you have, then there is the present that needs to be dealt with. And I feel the present is never, never addressed. Because you have to continue to look at God's plan. You need to continue looking at God's plan. And sometimes it's hard to look at God's plan. And I will agree with you is that the only time you understand, and I'll, I'll agree with you because I believe in this one constant is the only way you're going to understand God's plan is looking backwards. But if you're looking forward, God's plan doesn't look like it's God's plan. I was telling my cousin that I really hate the roller coaster. I'm at that point where I'm in the roller coaster of what's this, of God's plan. Where you're just going, woo, woo. Where you're going through loop-de-loops and all that stuff, wondering what is at the end. I'm in the tunnel phase. I'm in a place where there's darkness. And to be honest, it's hard to see the light. And people take it for granted. I've been taught to lighten up by a lot of people, not to my face. And if you knew where I was mentally, you wouldn't be telling me to lighten up. You wouldn't. Other, sim- other symptoms can be substance abuse. Individuals with PTSD may turn to alcohol drugs to cope with their symptoms. And I tell you, from a personal end, from a personal end, and this is one of the reasons why I have not, I have not been producing the podcast, is because from late last year, I noticed a spark in my porn addiction. I noticed 
and here's the thing for anybody who watches, for anybody that is listening, is that the same chemicals in your head that come as a result of drug abuse are the same chemicals that come in with porn, with porn abuse. I love the people that call it the new drug because indeed it is. Because it is the one drug that you can take and nobody can know that you're taking it. But the symptoms will always show. And for me, I noticed a spark in this. It got hard, yo. It got hard. It's still hard. It's still hard because it feels like it's the only thing, the only thing that can make me feel good. Relationship problems. PTSD can strain relationships with family and friends and make it difficult to form new relationships. I think that one is self-explanatory. And you know, this is where, this is where, if you're in Zambia, if you're in Zambia, if you're in Africa, we regard this as white people problems or rich people problems because the only people that can, um, the only people that can cure these problems are white people because here in Zambia, white people, expatriates, um, white people and or, and, and or expatriates are the people who can afford treatment and they never get treated in Zambia. They go to South Africa or some other part of Zambia. So like literally, literally, if you are, if you are middle class Unless you have a friend or a connection that can help you at a discounted price, chances are you are screwed. You cannot progress because you know that you do not have the money to afford. Um, you don't have the money to afford going for these places and you predominantly find them in white areas, in heavily white populated areas because they are the ones who believe in these things not the africans not the black people i say south africa because south africa is a special case it always has been it's a it's the specialist case in africa but here in africa mental health is meaningless mental health is meaningless because a lot of our ancestors do not believe in that we believe in witchcraft and so so you're being pulled between two extremes whether you go do it for witchcraft or you go to an ex an expensive place or you go to an expensive place here's the difference in class in Africa. My sister was born with a hole in her heart. My dad's boss's granddaughter was born with a hole in her heart. My sister was taken to South Africa, but they could not do anything because we're not that rich. My boss's daughter, granddaughter was taken and was treated and is cured. And 
I thank God that she has been cured of the hole in her heart. And I also thank God for the time that he gave me with my sister. She's late. But the thing that people do not understand, especially people who are outside looking in, is the discrepancy between rich and middle income and middle income and poor are huge are huge and i say this from experience because i um i used to work for a financial consultancy and their minimum requirement was 500 dollars and the number of people that could afford that to be honest with that company has been existing since 20 since 2010 in africa they have been in a in sorry since 2010 in zambia they have been in existent in existence and i feel that they have finished the pool on business people expatriates and professionals who can afford 500 dollars for their services that is the difference is that um and the thing is is that african don't talk about their feelings that's not how we are raised if something is what's this, if something is bothering you you just have to be strong well let me not say africans again let me say zambians you just have to be strong Yes, you see, you might see like an awareness here and uh, and the fundraising there concerning this and that. But in practice, Zambia is poor when it comes to mental health. And unfortunately, you have somebody committing suicide and no one will know the cause to be honest that's the one thing that has been on my mind for a long time is just to disappear from the world and end my life no one would know and there have been days where i've been close to doing that too Sometimes I feel even with the people that we surround ourselves with, they do not know the extent to which we are in a hole until it's too late. And if you're listening to this from America, Canada, or wherever, America, Canada, Zambia, those are the, those are the countries that I see when I look at the demographics. If you feel that you or somebody is suffering PTSD, seek professional help. Especially in the more developed countries, seek professional help. I say that because the practice is more prevalent there than it is here. Seek professional help and make sure that you maintain your appointments. The biggest thing that I do not want anyone 
to do or to be is me. I don't want anybody to become like me. Have a good day.